Hey boys, before we start, I just want to remind you guys that I'm on YouTube at House of Void. And also, if you tap the link in my descriptions for my videos, you can find the links to my social media pages. And make sure you're sharing the podcast with anyone you know who likes talking about crazy shit and is looking for a great time. It's your boy, Victus D. Void, and enjoy the show. Alright boys, I got a wild one for you guys today. Apparently, uh, Miss Caitlyn Jenner, or just Bruce Jenner, if you're a, a logical person with a fucking brain who doesn't participate in delusion, uh, Bruce Jenner is uh, running for governor of California, a, a Republican governor of California, and is in direct... This man, who is apparently, a, of course, a trans woman now, that goes by the name Caitlyn Jenner, is in direct opposition to uh, trans athletes competing in competing in women's sports. Um, so starting off, I'm going to read a little article for you guys uh, that's about the situation. And it starts off with Caitlyn Jenner, the former Olympic champion and reality TV personality, now running for governor in California, said she opposes transgender girls competing in girls' sports at school. Oh my gosh, that's the most sensible take by any politician I've ever heard in the last, I don't know, two years? Let's move on, boys. It's going to be a fun and wild ride. Jenner, a 1976 decathlon gold medalist who came out as a transgender woman in 2015, told a TMZ reporter on Saturday that it's a question of fairness. That's why I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in girls' sports in school. It just isn't fair. And we have to protect girls' sports in our schools. Jenner said Saturday during a brief interview in a Malibu Pack parking lot. It was Jenner's first comment on the issue since announcing her candidacy to replace Governor Gavin Newsom. Thank God, Gavin Newsom is a literal walking vagina. I kid you not, he is literally a walking vagina. Anyways, Gavin Newsom, a Democrat in a recall election. Five states have passed laws or implemented executive orders this year limiting the ability of transgender youths to play in sports or receive certain medical treatment. There's been a vehement, um, there's been a vehement outcry from supporters of transgender rights. Okay, fuck these outcries. Fuck these supporters. You're dumb. You're fucking dumb, okay? <laughs> Jenner, a Republican, supported Donald Trump in 2016, uh, in the 2016 presidential election, but later criticized his administration for some <laughs> discriminatory actions against the transgender people. Many transgender rights advocates have criticized gender, saying she has failed to convince them that she is a major asset to their cause. Kai Shapley, a trans 10-year-old who lives in Texas, asked, asked Jenner to stop hurting trans kids. <laughs> Shut up, Kai! Fucking doofus! What the? Stop hurting trans kids! Shut the fuck up, you loser! You cringeworthy dickhead! You what? Stop hurting trans kids! Stop hurting. What a 
faggot. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a mean thing to say. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> In this article, there's some tweets that they use as, I guess, uh, indications of the public's opinion. So I'm going to go ahead and read some of these tweets. The first one is, of course, from Mr. Kai Sharpley. <laughs> she, oh, my gosh. He even has his pronouns in his name. Her, she. Bitch. Bitch. <laughs> Shut up. So here's this tweet. If you don't want to help trans kids, at least stop hurting us. Not all trans people are rich, white, and live in California, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Some of us have had to fight for equality. And yes, this is my tweet. Mom has her own account with an angry face. <laughs> Shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Anyways, some trans people said Jenner doesn't represent the community. Um, here's another tweet uh, from a woman or a man um, named Aaron boycotting Arkansas's uh, businesses. What? Aaron is boycotting Arkansas businesses? That's her name? Um, okay, Aaron. Why are you boycotting Arkansas businesses? Is it because they hate trannies? Um, good. I'm kidding. I don't hate trannies. I just think when, when you start forcing me to abide by your delusion, that's where I say, fuck you. I'm going to be a dick. Um, <laughs> so let me, let me read Aaron boycotting Arkansas businesses is tweets. Uh, for you. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner doesn't represent trans people. She doesn't even represent cis views on trans issues, considering 68% polled are against laws banning trans girls from sports. She represents no one but herself, power hungry, ready to step on other trans people for political gain. Um, I don't think that poll is true. Like, I want to know where the fuck that poll came from and where, um, because I, I guarantee you it was probably taken somewhere in California and they're trying to use that California, uh, uh, fucking value system as a representation of the entire United States, um, uh, social opinion of transgender girls and being involved in women's sports. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to bet a big fat dollar that that's, Poll is complete and utter bullshit. But moving on from there, Equality California, an LGBTQ advocacy organization, wrote, Here are the facts. Caitlyn Jenner is willing to sacrifice the health and well-being of trans kids to win votes. Gavin Newsom is not. It's simple. Others pointed out, as re recently as last year, Jenner supported trans athletes completing, competing on sports teams that align with their gender identity. Okay. Um, I think every trans person, um, if they're into athletes, uh, if they're into athletics, should have an uh, opportunity to compete and to improve themselves, Jenner said in uh, April 2020 on the Outsports podcast, the transporter uh, room, what the fuck, <laughs> the transporter room, that's the thing, the transporter room, um, that's dumb. According to Forbes, I think sports is such a great way to learn about yourself. Hopefully, they'll have the opportunity um, in the future to do whatever they can do. Um, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, that's what Caitlyn Jenner said. Uh, okay. She echoed a similar. Uh, she echoed a similarly supportive sentiment in 2015 when she received the Arthur Ashe 
um, Courage Award at the ESPY Awards and spoke about issues affecting trans people. I also want to acknowledge all the young trans athletes who are out there, given the chance to play sports as who they really are, she said in her acceptance speech. And now, as if this, as of this week, it appears that trans people will soon be serving in the military. Let's, that's a great idea. We have come a long way, but we have a lot to work to. We have a lot of work to do. Uh, why can't I read properly? Um, advocates say Jennifer's flip-flop is evidence that she's changed her public view just to attract the attention of California's Republican voters, but trans people say that her comment won't be without consequence and that it could help people behind uh, anti-trans le legislation justify their views. Anti-trans I can't speak English or read. Uh, Jenner is going to be America's, uh, some of my friends are trans, trans women that allows countless conservatives uh, a little cover to decimate our rights, trans filmmaker and author Leah Fink said. Not that they'll, not that they'll exceed, but it's the elbow room that, that, <laughs> what? I can't read. Not that they'll exceed, but it's the elbow elbow room that they need to better their case and hurt our kids um i'm pretty sure like i remember there was a thing about a trans athlete uh in the ufc who literally broke a woman's skull because there was they were a natural uh male a biological male with this physical superiority and literally beat the living dog shit out of this poor woman and broke her skull so if anything Caitlyn is protecting trans athletes, but I'm not here to get on board in the Caitlyn train. I'm here to talk about the, ludic the ludicrous uh, idea of inserting trans or grown men, biological males, into women's sports. That is bullshit. That is literally bullshit. Listen, I used to run track back in the day. I used to run track, and I remember my fastest time in track was a... I was it uh, eleven eight, and I'm pretty sure that again I was the I was a hundred meter uh, track runner, and that eleven eight is relatively slow. Um, I was a sprinter. Why? What I what I say track runner? I run the I used to run the hundred meter uh, sprint and the hundred meter dash, and um, that time of eleven eight was considered average in the men's time. You know, the top dogs would have like eleven three. And lower, and you know, those were the alpha dogs. And I ran a, a an eleven eight. Let me look up the fastest uh, female hundred meter dash time. So the current men's world record in the hundred meter dash was set by Usain Bolt, and it was nine point fifty eight seconds. While the fastest uh, woman time is uh, ten point forty nine seconds, which was set by Florence Griffith. Joiner in 1988 and still remains unbroken. Um, for those of you guys who don't know how track speed works, um, uh, that 9.58 um is almost a full second ahead of 10.49. And for those of you guys who are wondering how far uh Usain Bolt will be ahead of the fastest female time, uh, that would probably be a solid. 30 meters uh, difference, a 30 meter difference, I'm guessing, if it's a second. Yeah, I'm going to say a solid 30 meter difference in speed if they were to both go full speed ahead. Um, 
when you when you get into the nitty gritty, men are so physically superior to women that it just becomes uh, fucking moronic to consider the fact that it is somehow fair to let grown men compete against women. And I'm just going to leave it at that because I've already touched on this topic a thousand times. And uh, I just find, find it hysterical that Caitlyn Jenner happens to be uh, uh, taking the stand against this matter. And um, slightly awesome, too, because we need uh, more popular people uh, to come to their st uh, senses and start speaking uh, against this a lot of this delusion that's spreading around in our society and convincing people that somehow it's morally uh, superior or morally correct to let grown women, grown men compete against women. Um, but that's my two cents. Let's move on from this topic. One thing that I've noticed that is becoming a popular trend, an unfortunate trend, that is the result of our current societal dichotomy uh, when you compare the financial uh, crisis that is looming ahead and that we've currently been dealing with when it comes down to stagnant wages is a lot of places are becoming um, understaffed. You know, every place I've ever worked has always, or at least every place I've worked in the last two years or so, has always been understaffed. And I know the major reason is because their wages are low. Ever since the 70s, wages on a national scale have been stagnant and haven't risen uh, when we when we compare the uh, productivity. Because human, we are 10 times more productive than we were um, back in the, 19, in the 1970s. As a result of all the technology available to us and what we can do, we are 10 times more productive. However, our wages haven't, haven't risen to uh, reflect the, you know, the productivity. Um, and what we have, what that leads to is people not wanting to work. Because back in the day, you can work a regular job at, let's say, a diner and support a family. Like in the 60s or the 70s, you can work at a diner and support a family. Um, now, if you work at a diner, you better be working at four other diners every single day of your life from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., and then repeat that every single day of your life. If you if you better be doing that if you intend to support a family. That's like you cannot expect people to want to work places when everything is first of all, the requirements for jobs have risen. You, now you need a college degree for many places, you need a bachelor degree, you need you need 10 years of experience, and then you need to go through all this crazy testing, get all this crazy licensing, only to then work and get paid $16 an hour. Now, I'm not knocking down $16 an hour. That is decent money. Um, however, for a person living in this modern world with modern costs, and, you know, dealing with having to pay back student loans, $16 an hour is enough to maybe live above the poverty line, um, I guess. Um, you, like, people, a lot of places, now, if you want to make decent money, you have to be willing to clock in 50 or, or 50 plus hours uh, a week. And now, I understand some people can do that. Most people cannot. It is, it is not, 
It's not good for your mental health to be clocking in 60 hours a week at a job you fucking despise. I get it if you're doing that for a short while to raise money, sure, sure. But if you're literally spending more of your time at work, you're not even enjoying or getting a chance to use the the money you're making. And a lot of people at this point, when you compare the lives of the wealthy elite who benefits from this program, this system, and the lives of an average person, when they see that system, they realize that it's not worth it. They don't want to work themselves to death for a job that doesn't matter at all. Because a lot of these places, they offer no real incentive to for them wanting to stay and, and give their entire life to this uh, employer or this system at all. You know, like, again, I'm not saying it's not worth working hard. There's, it's always important to work hard, but at this point in America, in our world, at the, like sometimes working hard, it only becomes self-destructive and you're only benefiting people who could give less of a flying fuck, who couldn't give less of a flying fuck about your existence. You know, it's, it's it, at this point, like we have to recognize that, yes, I'm a huge lover of capitalism. I love the free market. However, the free market only becomes, it's only effective if all parts of the system uh, are, you know, working together. And that includes wages. The more productive people become, they need to be making more money. They need to be. If they if they're not making more money in a capitalist system, um, if they're not if their money and their wages aren't rising to compete against the inflation that makes their dollar worth less with each passing day, if that doesn't happen, then capitalism literally defeats itself because all that's gonna happen is people are working harder and harder for less and less money. Um, and they're just going to become resentful, which sets up a perfect, um, playground for an impending, uh, class war. You know, we all see it coming, folks. More and more average Americans are becoming resentful towards the top 10%. And again, I understand rich people are rich because of the smart moves they made, um, you know, to build their wealth. That's only some of the wealthy people, though. A lot of these wealthy people in America are, uh, you know, generational wealth kids who experience no struggle in their lives and are born on the life of on the lap of luxury and only have to worry about staying rich. Because once you become rich, it's not hard to stay rich. All you have to do is not be a fucking idiot. That's it. Not waste your money away. A lot of the people who waste their money away are, you know, people who experience fast money, like NFL players who make fast money and don't know how to manage their wealth. Those are, they're being idiots with their money. If you're somebody who knows how to manage their money relatively um, and just knows not to spend everything, like right away, you can, you can stay rich, okay? And yes, those people are very much, they're needed for our society. However, when those people are staying rich, while the average folks are finding it incredibly uh, difficult, more and more difficult, uh, in fact, um, more and more difficult to stay not poor, if that happens, if people are struggling to stay not poor or not slip into the depths of poverty, what happens is people are going to be less willing to commit to the system. 
And if the system itself is not worth the commitment, the society fails. Because capitalism only works if things keep turning, if people keep spending, if people keep participating in the capitalist system. If people don't want to participate, market crash, value crashes, and we walk into another Great Depression. Um, I want to know, am I crazy for seeing this? You know, if are people not paying attention to what's looming ahead? Because it's going to happen. It's coming. And it's coming so fast. Yet we, we're, wanna, we're all pretending as if it's not. And when it does, it's going to hit like a fucking sledgehammer. People are going to have, like, people are going to realize that life is pure despair. And that the, like, the fucking financial uh, inequality, that isn't a necessary issue. Um, or it, that isn't an extreme issue. Um, or that isn't necessarily an issue because there's always going to be uh, financial inequality in every free society um, or economic inequality. Um, and yeah, that's just part of the life. However, if it if it becomes to if it if the equality rises to such a state where the super rich are unbelievably wealthy and the average folk are unbelievably poor, it no longer becomes fair and becomes, a corrupt system that is, is designed to only benefit the top elites. And a free market society um, benefits everyone because we can all use our expertise, our artistic talents or whatever and market ourselves in a market or in the market uh, <laughs> to the people and profit off of our abilities or our expertise or what, whatever we can profit off of. However, in our society, in these, in this modern world, and I just want to, um, and I just want to uh, say that we don't, we no longer live in a capitalistic society. The society we live in is a crony capitalistic society, and that is a crony capitalistic society is one that only benefits the cronies of the upper, the upper elite, the upper echelons of our society. These people. They're the cronies who corrupt the system and make sure no matter what happens, they're the ones who benefit while we suffer. And I just want to point out that we're heading towards a fucking dark path. Unless we wake up and correct the chaos or this extreme inequality that we're seeing uh, become worse and worse, nothing's going to be fixed. You know, America's going to hit rock bottom and bad things are going to happen. As I've said before, we live in a dollhouse. And this dollhouse or every dollhouse has three stages. Primus Chow, which is political political chaos where everybody is fighting for narrative control. And then there's no man's land. No man's land is where we're headed. No man's land is this is gonna be a class war slash race war slash whatever identity uh, aspect that can be fought over it will be fought over, and that's where we're headed. When, when, like, you may be wondering, what does an economic crash have to do with a race war? Well, if people can no longer uh, rely on financial stability as a stabilizer in their life, then they're gonna start relying on other identifiable societal aspects. And what are those other identifiable societal aspects? Well, race, culture, whatever. You know how people become when things get dire. We're gonna we're gonna sink back into our tribalistic instincts, and a shit show is gonna erupt. 
which is no man's land because this world is my land. This world is your land. But without our money, it's nobody's land because we're all going to start fighting over everything we can find or fight over, which is why no man's land is coming. And once no man's land plays out, um, another stage will kick in, and that is new world order or new order because people are going to get desperate for a peaceful solution. And who are the people who can provide the peaceful solution? The upper elites. And they're going to say, fine, we'll, we'll solve this crisis. We'll give you guys money, but you have to abide by our rules. Hence, new order. Order out of chaos, people. It is part of the grand old, the grand old agenda. Stop being fucking stupid. Let's wake up and fix our broken society. These wages need to be raised. Come on, folks. Focus. I'm not talking about raising minimum wage. Minimum wage. Raising minimum wage only hurts the average person. I'm talking about forcing the economical powerhouses, these billion-dollar corporations, to start paying their people properly and not lowering finances for the sake of uh, saving money so their uh, upper elite owners can, you know, receive bonuses. And again, I'm not bashing capitalism as a system. I am an anarcho-capitalist. However, I'm also not a retard, and I recognize when capitalism begins to eat itself whole, and eat, well, eats itself from the inside out. Um, and yeah, that's my two cents. If you like the, if you liked listening to my two cents, go ahead and check out my book on Amazon. It is called Societal Evolution: Journey to the Dollhouse. That's all I got for you, folks. Thanks for tuning in. It's your boy Victus Devoid. Stay focused, stay alert, and God bless.